Welcome to Asian Book Club, where we highlight Asian and Asian American authors. We are your hosts, Jimmy and Sabangin, and I'm Stephen Park. And today we are getting ready to bring you your next book.、Mm-hmm. This is our third book from Asian Book Club. Yes. And this one's going to be a doozy.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> But it's also on a topic that I feel very not confident in.、Mm. So let's talk about a topic that I do feel confident in.、Mm-hmm. Oh, this is your humor of choice. Yes. Are you?、Uh, I know the answer from seeing your face many times, <laughs> but are you pro or con puns? I am not against it, but、mm. when it becomes the only form of humor,、mm-hmm. and it follows one after the other after the other after the other. That's、mm-hmm. when the eye rolling starts. <laughs> so, what she's talking about is my pun chains. They're pretty good.、Um, okay, so there are many people who call puns the lowest form of comedy. One of which is Samuel Johnson, who's the author of the 1755 Dictionary of the English Language.、Hmm. But then again, like he made the English, he wrote. The definitions of the language.、So、I can see why he might not be super happy about his words just being tossed around.、Mm. Um, John Oliver, who we love, also、yes. wrote I think puns are not just the lowest form of wit, but the lowest form of human behavior.、Mm. I just want to say my defense of puns、mm-hmm. is that they tend to evolve the language a little bit、yeah. to create new areas and new definitions. Totally. Peter McGraw, who is the director of the Humor Research Lab at the University of Colorado,、mm-hmm. which I didn't even know that that was a place <laughs> that you could direct,、um, but he said they can be a demonstration of wit, of cleverness. You're relying on a person's ability to parse language、mm-hmm. to understand the nuances and complexity of words.、Mm-hmm. John Pollock, a communications consultant and author of The Pun Also Rises, wrote, For most of Western history, puns were a sign of high intellect. They、mm. were a tool, and they remain a tool to pack more meaning into fewer words.、Mm. There are other people that then say more things, but all in all, to say, puns are for the wise and for the high minded individuals.、Mm-hmm. I mean, I. I appreciate puns because I also like the layers of meaning and、mm-hmm. how, for example, the homonyms like bear can mean the animal or it can mean the action of bearing something. There's also paint named bear. There's also to bear yourself.、Anyways. True. Totally. And you're right. How. Because of those layers of meaning, you are relying on the receivers、mm-hmm. to understand that there are layers in what you are saying. So I totally get that. I totally appreciate those levels of wit.、Mm-hmm. However, if that's all the conversation revolves around, then I become more like there has to be an evolution. There, we cannot keep. Waiting on these these meaning sandwiches.、Mm-hmm. So I do think that when I say it with you、mm-hmm. and with other people, and I kind of get a humor out of it in the end,、mm-hmm. but there's a depreciating value.、Mm. So I say my first little pun, right? And it will it'll 
garner one of two responses either people will kind of like fake giggle mm. or like just kind of like ha kind of laugh it off yeah or someone will genuinely think it's funny yes by the third one <laughs> it's it kind of may receive some of the same level and this is only for the latter mm-hmm. by the seventh one there's some pretty strong eye rolling mm. but it's that thing where oh there's this the first thing that comes to mind is this family guy episode where I don't watch a lot of it, but there was this one scene, mm-hmm. and it's been uh, memed and gifed and all that stuff multiple times, mm-hmm. where Peter, who's like the main character, mm-hmm. falls on his knee and then sits there and just goes, ah, ah, and he does that for like at least three minutes, four minutes. And this is a, I forget what the name of it, but it is a form of comedy where it hits different points of, okay, that's kind of funny. And it dies off and it gets less and less funny uh-huh. and it keeps dying off to a point where you're like, okay, this is just annoying. Mm-hmm. And once you keep pushing through and persevering through it, it comes back up and gets funny again. That's <sighs> the golden point for me is to kill by puns only to revive and blessed Easter come back to life. So my question is, has that ever happened? Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to hear past my laughter. I genuinely love those points of just true... Exasperation? uh, Yeah, that's one way to put it. Um, I have gone on through messages with friends where Mm. we've sent back and forth for a while, and then I will send a pun. And if there is no response, I go on a tirade of puns and I go like 11, 12 messages down. <sighs> and I just think it's so funny for someone to come back to their phone and be like, oh my God, what is this? And they're all different. Mm. There is not even sim- Like I try not to keep them even close to similar. Mm. So it's a concerted effort within yes. my brain to truly provide the best possible product. <laughs> And I just, you know, sometimes it's well-received, other times it's not. Most often than not, it's not. But you get a good view of your eyelids when you're looking backwards. (laughs) So overall, not the worst case scenario. That's fair. Yes, but we will get into a topic that I'm much less familiar with. Mm. But before we do that, let's go ahead and go through our recommendation for the week. My recommendation for the week is for y'all to follow Berna Anat, who is a financial hype woman, aka a financial educator, who teaches all the financial things we wish we were taught growing up. And by the time this particular episode airs, I'm pretty sure her debut book, Money Out Loud, has already been released on April 25th. So if you haven't heard of Berna Anat yet, I encourage you to find her on Instagram or on YouTube, but I think that the gold, the meat of her education is on Instagram. Not only is she very knowledgeable and teaches us the things that no one's ever taught us, like the difference between banks and how banks can fit your lifestyle and how you can invest when you don't have generational wealth. Not only does she give these golden, valuable pieces of information, but she delivers it with such... she Her humor speaks to my heart. 
she does characters, she does impersonation, she does, uh, she twerks. So I, I love it. I love her range and she's very unapologetic. She makes me wish she were my friend in real life. So again, find her on Instagram or on YouTube, but I highly recommend Instagram at HeyBerna. And Berna is spelled B-E-R-N-A. Now, she's a hype woman. Does she have air horns? Yes. Awesome. All right. So that's our recommendation for the week. All right. Which brings us to the topic of the thing that I don't know most about, and that's poetry. So this is our next book in the series. So our next book in the series, our next book club pick is Bodega by Su Huang. The description on Storygraph says, set against the backdrop of the war on drugs in the 1992 Los Angeles riots is a Korean girl who comes of age in her parents' bodega in the Queensbridge projects offering a singular perspective on our nation of immigrants and the tensions pulsing in the margins where they live and work. Yeah, and so a little bit more about Su Huang. She was actually born in Seoul, South Korea, mm-hmm. and that's Seoul. Yes. Um, she was raised in New York. She then moved to the Bay Area before she then went to get her MFA in poetry from the University of Minnesota. She has been the recipient of inaugural Jerome Hill Fellowship in Literature, Academy of American Poets James Wright Prize, and she's also been a writer-in-residence fellowships to Dickinson House and Hedgebrook. Some of the places her works have appeared are Ninth Letter, Waterstone Review, and Waxwing. She teaches creative writing with the Minnesota Prison Writing Workshop, and she's also the co-founder of Poetry Asylum. Absolutely. So what I really appreciate about this author is how not only is she a poet, but she's also an activist and shows up in these spaces to teach poetry. Mm. So I have very little background in poetry. My level of knowledge is Shel Silverstein, Dr. Seuss, hmm. um, insert other poet's name. But Very heavy on the rhymes. Yes, all the rhymes. Leanne rhymes, all the rhymes. Wow. Um, but I truly don't know what I'm expecting. So what are you expecting? I'm expecting that these poems are going to be heavy. Mm-hmm. But because, at least from what the description says, because it's coming from the eyes of a young person, I think that the complexities might be noticed, but not may not be processed by the speaker. Mm. So like I said, I'm not a person that will be able to break this down extremely well. Mm. But I'm pretty excited about this work of literature Mm -hmm. because it's going to hit so close to home for me. Mm -hmm. I, in 1992, I don't think I remember very much. So I do know of the story of the LA riots. I know what exactly went down. Mm -hmm. I've been following it for many years because I think 
it's such an interesting piece of our history and yes. what made LA. Yes. What I'm most familiar with is the fallout from the LA riots. Mm. There are these very harrowing pictures of mm. Korean owners of stores who are standing on their rooftops with guns, mm. aiming them at black people mm. because they're entering the store. Mm. So this created a huge rift within black and Korean people. So I'm curious about the content that's going to come out from it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much I'm going to be able to piece together, Mm. but that's the thing that I'm very excited about. Definitely. And you were in California. Mm -hmm. I was in L.A., yeah. 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 And although you don't remember, do your parents tell you about their experience? How did you learn about the race riots? So growing up in L.A., I think I've mentioned this before in one of the previous episodes, but black culture rained heavy on my life. Mm-hmm. Um, still to this day, like I don't, I don't claim to be a part of black culture, but mm-hmm. I grew up watching, listening, and really enjoying the things that I was able to understand about it. Mm-hmm. So I've really studied quite a bit of what I know to be the LA part of me. Yes, my parents having lived in areas that aren't extremely wealthy when we were growing up Mm -hmm. we did live amongst kind of both cultures of korean families and black families Mm -hmm. and so if i were to be honest there was a lot of fear of black people Mm -hmm. because it wasn't something my parents were familiar with but Mm -hmm. as soon as they came to this country pretty much this happened Mm -hmm. and so i would say we really haven't talked about it much as a family Mm -hmm. but I definitely think the fear aspect of it reigned pretty heavy within what I was taught at a young age. Mm, totally. So, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm nervous. I don't know how much, like I said, I don't know how much of it I'm going to understand. If you're a fan of poetry, I think Jamei will do a much better job of being able to speak to that mindset mm. and being able to connect with you a little bit more. If you don't understand it, you're probably right on the same boat as I am. If not, you probably have a better head start than I do. Mm. But we'll kind of learn together through this one. Um, But the way that we're going to break this down... Because it's a chapbook, there's only 89 pages of poetry. So we're going to read it all the way through this one week. And for me, like Stephen said, poetry is my alley. I love poetry. I write poetry. I I read it all the time. My strategy in interpreting poetry and like the way that I encourage anyone to read poetry is to just read through it one time rather than trying to figure out the meaning. So very opposite of puns. Rather than trying to figure out the meanings, figure out what it makes you feel. And if it makes you feel confused, you feel confused. If it makes you feel angry, it makes you feel angry. Once you've read it through one time and you felt the feelings, go back and look for the words that stick out to you. And that's where you find the meaning. Sometimes the meaning goes close to what the writer intended. Sometimes it's because you interpreted it a different way. But I think that's the beauty of poetry. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not about the writer's intention, but how you interpreted their intention. Mm. What is a chapbook? 
A chapbook is a short collection of poetry or a short collection of stories.、Mm. So it's not a full novel. It's not a full poetry collection, but a smaller, a smaller work.、Mm. See, I told y'all, I know nothing about this. <laughs> well, I am the one who graduated with a degree in English、yes. and literature. So, I mean, I have a lot of terminology. I have a lot of love and passion for this work. But I think what I enjoy most is going through it together with other people, which is essentially what we're doing together, Stephen and I, and then with all of y'all who are listening. Right. And speaking of which. So, if you want to connect with us, if you want to share your favorite poem from this story, from this chapbook, yes.、Um, if you want to give us any suggestions on following books to read,、mm-hmm. how can they reach us? You can find us on Instagram. You can DM us while our DMs are still open at Asian Book Club Pod, P O D, or through email at Asian Book Club Pod, P O D, at gmail.com. And we also have our website. It's AsianBookClubPod.com. And on that website, you can find a link for our bookshop, which is where we put the books that we've read,、mm-hmm. that we recommend. Yes.、Um, any books that you buy from there will support us.、Mm-hmm. Other than that, make sure you subscribe and follow us. Yes. We're on as many platforms as we can possibly think to be on. Yes. But yeah, thanks for sticking around with us.、Mm-hmm. We will hit. All of Bodega by the next episode, and、mm-hmm. probably start reciting what our favorite poems are from it. Yes. But until next time, like Nike says, just poet. Wow. Bye. 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 Bye.